I think what happens is that we tend to measure ourselves on other people's rulers. I have to be earning this amount of income. I have to have this number of clients. I have to know these kind of people. My business must look this way. My website might look this way. These are like metrics on a ruler designed by just your perception of what might be going on. And I think it's time to create your own ruler that you judge your own happiness or measure your own success by. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Are you serious about having major growth in your business? Ready to have a business that you love? Then become a member of the Biz Women Rock Academy today. The Biz Women Rock Academy has everything you need to master your business. Masterclasses, case studies, behind-the-scenes training that give you practical strategies for growth. A private members forum where you'll build deep relationships with your fellow biz women, get support, and share best practices. Building your business is a journey, and the Biz Women Rock Academy ensures you have the support, the education, and the relationships that make it a profitable, enjoyable, and purposeful one. Become a member today by visiting bizwomenrock.com forward slash academy. Kathleen Ventura is a lifestyle coach for high-driving women entrepreneurs and professionals. For years, she's helped women design lives and businesses they love by helping them get clear about their values and creating from there. During this really intense and passionate interview, Kathleen and I have a conversation about how you can get out of the mindless hustle of growing your business and making sure you're growing intentionally. What does that mean exactly? It means getting quiet with yourself and asking yourself two very important questions, which you'll find out during this conversation. Having the courage to answer these questions for yourself will help you see what your dream life and your dream business can truly be. We also discuss the new evolution of personal branding, the power of taking those values and beliefs and injecting them into your business in a way that feels good for you. This could mean something as mild as stating why you offer the products and services you do. For me, it's because I want women to have the freedom to live the lives that they love and make an impact on others. That's why I focus on business as this vehicle for that. Or as extreme, quote unquote, as stating your beliefs about a social issue and bleeding it into your brand. Either way, we discuss why doing this in a way that feels good for you is ultimately a big win. So let's get into this conversation with Kathleen. Kathleen, what's going on, girl? Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here with you. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here too. We actually had to kind of force ourselves to press record because we were just chatting it up, having a good old time, talking a lot about kind of foundational personal branding, business concept that that I personally love that we female entrepreneurs can totally nerd out on. I just really love that. 
<laughs> me too. You know, and I think that that's it. Like when you find something that you can just like geek out on, it's like the conversation can just go kind of endlessly almost. I, I was sitting at um, happy hour with a girlfriend of mine a couple of weeks ago, and we're just totally like geeking out on like team training and, you know, enforce like creating culture within your company and whatever marketing tactics, all this stuff. And I kind of like had a moment where I looked around and I was like, you know, it's Friday happy hour. I don't think most people are talking about this. <laughs> when you love your work, right? <laughs> I know. I just do. I love it. So I'm happy that you're here because I have no doubt that the love and passion that you have for the things that you are doing in your company are going to come out. So to give people a little bit of a background, tell a little bit about your business and about who you serve and, and a little bit about why you're there. Yeah, amazing. So I started my coaching practice a little over three years ago. And in the beginning, I thought I just wanted to, I mean, because I didn't know, I think like so many of us when we get started, we're like, I just want to change the world. I just want to help people. I knew I wanted to coach women. And I knew I wanted to coach like cool women doing cool things in the world because I always sort of colored outside the lines. And I knew that people often needed sort of some handholding or some encouragement if that's what they were looking to do with their lives. And so I started there and like that obviously wasn't enough. So I started saying like, I help or I life coach entrepreneurial women, which almost immediately, as soon as I started getting clients doing that, almost immediately evolved into sort of supporting them in a business role. Like giving them advice, right? Because I was supporting these incredibly smart, ambitious, intelligent women who were looking for life coaching because they understood the value of needing to get out of their own way and the stories and the crap that we, you know, that we tell ourselves, but then they'd be like, Oh, and I'm going to do this. And you know, at that point I had like all of these courses under my belt and B school and everything else. Right. And I was like, "Mm, why are you going to do that? You know, and I had been taught, I was so fortunate. I was taught early on about how to give webinars, how to run Facebook ads, all these different things about running an online business. So it really quickly evolved into supporting people in either creating coaching practices or running online businesses in the service-based sector, right? For And I did that really successfully until, really, until this year, you know, I was supporting incredibly smart women starting coaching practices all over the world in a life and business sort of sense that I was both helping them with the strategy, but also helping with the mindset to get out of their own way when crap would come up. And then in the last, I'd say like six or seven months, I've actually been shifting my direction almost back to my beginnings where I am ultimately supporting really high achieving women, either in the professional space or in the entrepreneurial space who want it all, you know, they're, they're having professional success, but you know, often what happens is that in order to have that professional success, a lot of other parts of ourselves, I guess we could say go uncared for, you know, and it's about, you know, and these, and these are again, really ambitious people who are self-driven, self-propelled, but they want it all. And they're either stuck in that there's only 24 hours in the day. How do I have it all? How do I do it all? You know, and I want to have I want to have the life that feels good. I want to have the relationships and, and they don't want to be kind of teetering on the edge of burnout. Right. So kind of circling back to the first several people who I worked with, you know, and that's who I'm supporting now is just these extremely ambitious people. And I'm helping them and creating the life that they want that is in alignment with the professional success that they're experiencing. Okay. So that point right there is really what I want to dig into. You know, I talk a lot about the fact that I really do believe in and the core reason I feel like I show up to my business every single day is because I really believe that this vehicle, this thing called a business is just a vehicle for us to live out 
incredible lives, like to to bring health, happiness, love, joy, and ecstasy into our own lives. And then to those of everyone who touches that business and who we serve through that business. I'm just such a big believer that this thing that ultimately is like we buy and sell stuff, that it's so much richer than that. And so if we do a really good job of evolving into the woman and maturing into the woman who consistently has to show up to do a good job of, of making that business work better and better and better, then we get to have richer and more fulfilled lives. So that is my little soapbox moment for a second. But because you and I are in that same belief system, I really am attracted to this idea of building a business from the inside out is sort of what I call it. It, There are a lot of different terms for it, like lifestyle design and then fitting your business in there. So I want to dig in here because I want to know your thoughts um, and maybe you can give us some examples of, of clients that you've worked with on you know, for the most part, we're all in business. We we are all doing stuff, and but we want more. We want to experience more. It usually shows up in this sense of like, I want I want to bring in more revenue. That's sort of the first place it shows up, right? Or I want more clients. I want more to sell more of my products or services or what have you. But ultimately, it is like I want more fun. I want more laughter. I want more time. I want to make more money and work less. You know, so that starts making me feel like an immediate conversation starts becoming like, well, what do you really want in your life? So can you? talk to the woman listening who's like kind of in the hustle and is is experiencing something called I don't have what I really want yet. <laughs> and it's and it's, it's feeling like too much of a struggle. So, can you talk about maybe some strategies that you have used with your clients to get really clear on this thing called how do I design the life that I really want and allow my business to express that? Yeah, God, what an amazing, awesome conversation to have, right? You know, I think that we all get started in business, you know, specifically in entrepreneurship, right? That we set out to change the world before purpose, do this amazing work, but then ultimately, like, we have to pay the bills. Money has to be coming in, right? And so then that takes that takes priority, if you will. But when you get into this place where things are kind of rocking and rolling and you're grooving a little bit and you can come to this place where you're like, you know, I don't have exactly what I want, or I feel like I'm having to be stretched or I'm being pulled in a million different directions. And I don't maybe have that laughter and ease and maybe freedom or flexibility that I maybe got into this in the first place. I think, you know, it's not as much a strategy as it is just a couple of really important questions to be, to answer really honestly. I think ultimately it comes down to like, what do I really want? And then what, what feels important about that? Because often, and again, like, I've done this. So many people listening probably have, we get into business and we see sparkly things like, Oh my God, I want to host a retreat in Bali. And I want to have a hundred people in my, you know, in my course or whatever it might be. And I think that that's really great to sort of take leaves out of other people's books when we're trailblazing course, God, like the discomfort, the uncomfortableness of like not really having a path to follow, not knowing if we're doing the right thing and only really relying on our intuition and sales numbers, right. You know, to know if things are really working, we often grasp at I want to do this because it looks really sparkly or it, it would feel fun to create or to host or whatever to, to, to work with people in that way, right? But then I think it's really important to reevaluate and to pivot and say, what is it that I really want? You know, because I think what's important is that often we have to know that everyone's got different goals. So those people that we're maybe looking to, or we're observing like, Oh, they host, you know, whatever monthly retreats in Bali or something like maybe they don't have a family. And maybe what you really want is to be more present with your family or to, you know, be able to go on your kids field trips without having to take a vacation day. Maybe that's what your objective is. Right. So I think it's really important to ask yourself, 
uncom and uncomfortably honest, brutally honest with yourself and your answer, what is it that you want most and what feels important about that, you know, and being able to design your life and your business around that answer to have the courage and the wisdom to do that, I think is what it ultimately comes down to, you know? So for example, right? Like I had a client who she was in an MLM company, but that's, I mean, that's still entrepreneurship as far as I'm concerned. Right. And, you know, she had these opportunities to like move up and take almost like a vice president role and, you know, different things like that. And the question is like, did she want to step away from the opportunity to be generating more money? Like, was that a, the objective or was having more consistent hours more, you know, more desirable? She's a single mom, et cetera. And I think really that just comes down to like, what does she want? You know, what is important to her? Is it about having more time and flexibility? Is it about having more dependable income? But I think there's a million things, right. That can be important to you, but it's ultimately, what is it that I want most and what feels important about that? Because often when you say what feels important about that, if you're really serious with yourself, it may not be that thing that you want. It may be that feeling that you think you're going to get from the thing you think you want. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So it's at this point that I really want to address for everyone, this giant elephant in the room called this is a giant question and you do have to be incredibly vulnerable with yourself and willing to answer it honestly and go that step further to ask that that secondary question. But then there's also this giant elephant in the room called apart from the stress or from the expectations that are outside of me, right? So what do I want outside of what I feel like I'm supposed to want? Because that these other three people who seem to be doing exactly what I'm doing are doing it exactly this way, or everyone seems to be doing this thing over here, or this is kind of the nature, for example, in that MLM business, that's kind of what you do. You keep moving up and everyone does it, right? Like that's what quote unquote success looks like. And so I was dealing with this with a client recently where she, how it showed up was that she was starting to push off things that would, in her view, are like going to help her grow. And she kept putting it off to the point where it was like detrimental for her. So I kind of called her out on it. I was like, what's going on here? There's something going on holding you up, not doing this. So why don't we talk through that? And she said straight up, she's like, you know, I feel like this idea of growth. I mean, I'm, I am a big proponent of like growing, 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 right? But I told her, I said, growing doesn't always need to look exactly the same way. And success doesn't always look exactly the same way. Not everyone wants a seven or eight figure business. And or if they do, like somebody who has a seven figure business, there can be a couple different types of people with a seven figure business. And this is just one example. Like you can build up a team and be having 20, 30 people working for you, or you can, you can do this other thing called, Hey, I'm going to have, I'm going to have like a, a bare bones team with just me and maybe two or three other contractors. And that's what's important to me. And the business looks like this. So I told her, I was like, you can grow any way you want and success can look like whatever you want. And she was stuck in the, in my industry, this is what growth looks like. And this is what success looks like. So I mean, not only those kind of industry type of expectations, but also this, what does your family expect that your success should look like your spouse, your kids, maybe, you know, like other people around, maybe a business partner, even. So this is actually a pretty massively transformative question to ask yourself. Yeah, I think what happens is that we tend to measure ourselves on other people's rulers, right? I have to be earning this amount of income. I have to have this number of clients. I have to know these kind of people. My business must look this way. My website might look this way. These are like metrics on a ruler designed by just your perception of what you know might be going on. And I think it's time to create your own ruler that you judge your own happiness or measure your own success 
by, you know, if we had 20 people in the room and we said, what does success mean to you? We would have 20 very, very unique answers, right? Some people, it might be about money. Some people, it might be about freedom. Some people might be about my mom believes in me or my parents finally get what I do, you know? So I think it is, (laughs) I mean, God, right. You know, so I think it is really important because if we're trying to keep up with the Joneses when it comes to our own success and our own happiness, I mean, we're going to be chasing our own tails for the rest of forever, right? It is really important to design our own rule or our own metrics and say, you know, if I get to have Fridays off and all summer, like that's success for me or that I can take them, you know, whatever it might be, you know, or that I run an empire, I can run my empire from the beach or when I have a waiting list of clients, that's success for me. You know, I think that's important to you. But like, I mean, we saw it last year, I mean, it was even further when everyone was talking about these five key months and these six figure years and that you need to get there super fast. And all of a sudden that became like the industry norm of your success. If you were like worth it. And some people are like, I don't, want to run a six figure business. I just want it to be me and maybe my virtual assistant. And I want to be able to not ever have to retire and just have great income and be able to support people and and do what I love doing. You know, so I think it is really important to design that ruler and establish those metrics unapologetically in alignment with your values and your priorities. And I think that that's ultimately what it comes down to is that we've been giving away our power both in our lives and now in our businesses to either industry standards or what we're perceiving to be success and not, and sort of sleepwalking through our decisions versus actively participating in and aligning with our values and what's really important to us, you know? I love that. I love that. Kathleen is watching me uh, via our video right now, like get goosebumps and just have this like crazy smile. Cause that, I just, I'm so, I am 100% in agreement with that. And it does take very specific kind of step by step, like go get quiet with yourself for a little bit. Ask yourself what your values are. I, you know, I've talked about this a couple of times when I, when my daughter was nine months old, you know, after the chaos of, oh my gosh, I actually survived nine months of being a brand new mommy. I came out of the the fog and was like, what do I want to do? And I took myself on a little Katie retreat. I got really clear first and foremost about my values. I was like, what is important for me in my life? Like, and a big thing that was important for me was, of course, spending time with my kid, of course, having an amazing marriage, of course, having spending time with my family, which is why I'm out in Arizona right now, because I can work from my laptop. This is part of how I inter- like how I act out my values, right? But also, it's important for me to have a growth business. So one thing I also do want to challenge you, though, is as you're going through this, Kathleen said in the very beginning, these women, you, you want it all. Like the women who listen to the Biz Women Rock podcast and are part of the community, we are all there with you. We want it all. And you can have it all. So don't think because, oh you know, I don't want to work that much or I don't want to do X, Y, or Z. I don't want to manage 30 people. That doesn't mean that you still can't have phenomenal financial results in your business and still can't have, if that's what you want. So yeah, it's really pushing all those boundaries as far as what is the expectation. And I love this phrase that you used in the beginning that you've always colored outside the lines. And I think that is very true when you start seeing that, again, this this thing called a business can be a vehicle and you are the one in charge of creating whatever that looks like. So once you start getting really down and dirty with yourself and identifying like, here's my values, here's what's important to me. And now, now you can create a business on top of that or adjust your business that you currently have on top of that. So I just love this. So you and I could talk about this stuff forever. <laughs> yeah, um, no, absolutely. I could talk about this forever. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, and I want—I kind of want to use this as a as a good jumping off point to get into a topic that you and I were having a pretty impassioned discussion about before we got on air, which was this idea of this is kind of the second phase of this, which is living out your personal values in your business. This whole idea of like personal branding is like out there very, very loudly right now, and you know it always has been in whatever different phrases that we've used, but it really is the idea that you, who you are is out there and public and who are you going to show up to be and how does that relate to your business and how, how, how are you going to conscientiously and proactively make it relate to your business, right? So I would love to hear what your opinions are about once we've discovered these values and and then designed a business that allows these values to really live, talk a little bit about this next evolution of business and personal brand. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I have big thoughts, right? I have like this big vision and I'm in the process of trying to decide how to communicate this to our marketplace because I think that there's something really cool happening. I think we're living in a really cool time in our history that people who have followings, that have influence, that, you know, that have personal brands are in this unique space, like have this unique opportunity. And as far as I'm concerned, responsibility to use their established know, like, and trust that they have with their audience, whether it's on an Instagram or on your blog or on a podcast or an email list or a Facebook group or any, any other, anything else, you know, I think that it's incredibly important to use your platform, to use your influence. And that, again, that established no like and trust factor to be a change agent, to use your voice and use your visibility to move people, to mobilize people, to take action, to take steps toward creating real solutions. Because I think, again, coming back to the fact that I think we're living in a really cool time, not to get political, but like we are seeing people for the first times stand up and march for women and march for human rights and march for climate and science and going, Oh my God, I care about things, but what do I do? Like aside from maybe sharing an article on the Facebook or, you know, tweet, tweeting something, what can I actually do to have an impact you know, because clearly policy, government, big business, they're not getting us there. This is going to come from a generation of people enraged or excited into action about what can I do? How can I show up? What can I be doing differently in my life? And what I think is really cool is that everyday people are going to, they're going to impact the marketplace, right? They're going to demand higher quality and better, whatever, no matter what it is that you care about, you know, like whether you care about the environment or, um, women's rights or veterans or, animal welfare or poverty or homelessness or, or, or it doesn't matter. I think that we're at a time right now where we can connect with people who already know, like, and trust us, who are already looking to us for guidance, for inspiration. Maybe they'll kind of want to be like us in some way, right? Because they're inspired by what we're up to, to use our voices to say, Hey, did you know X? And if you did Y instead, it would have a really positive impact on this thing that I'm really passionate about. And this is why. And I think that any great change, you know, in the world comes from knowledge and awareness. I think when people know better, they can do better. And I see that not only like what is really important to me, what are my values and priorities and how can I live them through my brand? So maybe people are, maybe if you're a really strong feminist, you happen to hire contractors that are women and maybe you, whatever, you know, maybe you always support women businesses in some way or something like that, you know, but I think, how can you take that to another level, right? Like, how can you talk about 
I don't know, something that is really important about women maybe being paid well or about women in another, you know, in, in certain circumstances who are not being given the rights and how can we donate or volunteer or change our behavior every single day to maybe participate in fair trade labor where women are not being paid really well otherwise, you know, and things like that. So I think it's really cool to not only identify like what is, what is uniquely important to me? What do I wish more people knew and how can I use my established brand or my authority, my platform to be a voice for that cause to generate real solutions through enabling my people, the people who are, you know, in my space to understand what's up. And I love, love this concept. And I love how I already see it manifesting out there um, in small and in big ways, because it takes business outside of the space of buying and selling stuff. We are really in that age of personal brand just because everyone is so visible. So like, and obviously, I mean, we're well past this, but like big business even gets it because they need a face to attach to big business. Big business can't be a big business. It has to have a face attached to it. It has to have a persona. And so those of us who we have gotten that, and that, that's kind of the wave that we have been growing up in our businesses, we really own that and grasp that, that you are your business. You are one with your business. And so, and I just want to point out that you can do this in a lot of different ways from one extreme to the other. I have absolutely people seen people all of a sudden who are teaching, you know, like grow your business, for example, and then all of a sudden are like off, quote unquote, in left field talking about this particular cause or whatever it is that they're 100% behind and they really, they it's full force for them and it really kind of splits their audience, right? And it's like, it now becomes a full on part of everything that they're, they're doing. So you can be that big and that extreme about it if you want. And there's nothing wrong with that because that now takes you to a new evolution of where you are and what you are here to do, right? Mm-hmm. The other part of that extreme is that, or at the under, other end of that scale can be really mild, meaning it can be, it can show up just in how you're explaining a little bit better about what you're doing. So that could be like, hey, here I am teaching really practical and big ways to help women grow their businesses because I believe that this business is a vehicle. And when you have freedom and have control over your lives, financial control, you know, um, control over who you are and how, what you're showing up to be, like that impacts big time. That's like big ripple effect, right? It's just in that explanation a little bit more about how you're doing or why you're doing things. So uh, it could be, you know, we were talking about this before. It could be something like, I share quite a, a lot about mompreneurship, like my life as a mom and a business owner. And so there are definitely some very vulnerable posts that I put out there about, here's my daughter and here's, the, I'm trying to do work and here she is and da, da, da. And it could just be that. Like the point being is that however it shows up for you, you can test this, you can experiment with it, but being able to step up to that and, and do that. And that creates a really cool sticky factor for and I believe this, and I've said this a couple of times before, but it's not, it's no longer about no like and trust. It's about no love and trust. That is all about who your tribe is, who knows, loves and trusts you. So maybe when you assert your opinion about something, you get some of those folks who are just like, okay, bye. Absolutely don't believe that. And okay, like it doesn't matter. You know, we're in this day and age where it's about quality and depth of relationship and not necessarily about the 
quantity, if we can have both, that's awesome. And we all strive for both, but it's all about digging deep into that impact and digging deep into that relationship. So I really, really love that. Yeah, no. And I just want to like piggyback on just a couple of those, those things that you said, because you, like we talked so minimally about even my vision and you like obviously grasp it like so fully, which I just adore and love and, and appreciate so much that validation, but also just as far as like speaking up for something. And often like people are concerned, like, Oh, well, if I talk about this, or I talk about that, I may alienate people. I don't want to step on toes. And what I have to say to those people is one, I was there, you know, like that was actually me. I kind of, I live an extremely uncompromising life about my beliefs around plant-based eating, the environment, women, and I always had this belief that it's no one's business, right? Like my ability to help someone build a business had no, like the way I eat has no bearing on that. So like why mess with it, you know? And then people started realizing that that's what I was doing. And again, political climate, whatever, it's up to us. You know, I was like, you know, if I'm not part of the solution, I'm part of the problem by keeping my mouth shut on this, who am I serving? You know, how am I serving this problem? Like that's not going to work. And I love what you said about it being like one extreme or the other, like it either can really seamlessly blend into your business. You know, Chris Carr is one of my favorites, you know, she does a lot of things, right? Like as we know, but I think regardless of what her weekly newsletters are about, whether it's testing different eco nail polishes or talking about her upcoming cleanse, she always has in her newsletters, like here's three dogs that are up for adoption. You know, it's important to adopt dogs instead of fly dogs, da, 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 da. You know, like no matter what it's about, she's always talking about that kind of thing. And, you know, she always is spotlighting women, often vegans who are doing really cool things. She does that monthly on her Instagram. And it's just like bringing attention to really really cool things that are going on saying, Hey, it's good to adopt. Hey, it's good to, you know, whatever. And I think that there's like this seamless, this is why I do what I do. This is why I believe what I believe. And that caption of just bringing a little awareness to plant those seeds, because you never know what that ripple effect is going to be. And then of course, there's that other side of the spectrum where you like go all out, right. And you just go full force into something. And the thing is, is like wherever in the spectrum you fall, whether you decide to just put on your website, Hey, I believe that no kid in this country should go hungry. So I donate X number of percentage of profits to this, or every week I donate it to the food bank or whatever it might be, you know, like people love to know why you do what you do. I care about what she cares about. We have this in common. She's not just here for, for profit. And the thing is, is like, there's even statistics that show like profit only businesses underperform, you know, for purpose businesses, businesses that are, whether it's philanthropic or whether they're, they're just standing for something, you know, so it's cool to be part of this movement of, you can call it whatever you want, right? Like social entrepreneurship or ethical business or whatever. It's just really cool to stand for something. And to, like you said, have people who know, like know, love and trust you they're only going to love you more for standing up in the face of adversity or standing up for what you believe because people buy why we do not what we do, you know? So I'll just put the final cap on this. If you want a very practical business, black and white numbers reason why this actually makes sense, meaning putting your values more and more into your business is because we're in a day and age where your clients and your potential clients, your customers, your potential customers, your tribe, your community, they want more of you. You and you distinguish yourself from every other person who does exactly what you do. And aren't there a lot of them? The more that you actually show who you are. And there is no one else who has the beautiful combination 
of beliefs, of lifestyle, of ways you go about living your life. Like no one has that combination. So the more and more of that that you put out there that you're comfortable putting out and that you continue growing and evolving into putting out, it just continues to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. And so more and more of the people who just are so attracted to that, they find you, they share about you, and it just really enlivens that sticky factor. More and more people are dying to work with you in whatever way or have whatever it is that you want. They just want to know more about you. So yeah, I'm just in total alignment with you on that. And it is a really, really great challenge. I'll tell anyone listening, if you're really feeling this, and um, I would challenge you to think about something that you really care about. It doesn't have to be political. We tend to think that that's the only thing that it could be, but it just could be, I don't even know what, but it could just be something that you're like feeling really passionate about at this moment. I challenge you to go try and practice putting that into your business somehow, putting that out into an email in a way that feels good for you, putting, you know, putting on a Facebook live, putting a post out there that, you know, is just sort of making you tiptoe into that and see how that feels and and see what reaction you get from it. So I just, I love this. And ultimately, I really do believe that it helps deepen your mark in the marketplace. I completely agree because it just makes you more unique, right? It makes you easier to connect and relate with. Honestly, like everything you just said, so perfectly. It, yeah. it, it deepens your place in the marketplace and makes it easier for people to connect with you. It helps you stand out. Obviously, if if this conversation has gotten you thinking and you're like all excited and you have goosebumps like Kathleen and I do, this is something that Kathleen can help with. And she helps women go deeper with not only putting their values out to the words of their personal brand, but obviously this first half of this conversation that we were talking about and really getting your business in line with your values first and how you want to design the business that you run and that you grow and that you just totally rock at. So Kathleen, thank you so much for this awesome conversation. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so delightful and wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine, go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.